1: Alright, welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast. We have a a full table today to talk about the bad and the bougie, God and the Gucci. We're (laughs) talking about preachers and sneakers. (laughs) Uh, Have you guys seen this? Oh yeah.
2: Okay, 24 hours ago, literally, I think is when you showed this to me and we're like, oh, we got to talk about this. Yeah,
1: so it's an Instagram account Mm -hmm. that a guy just started with his friends because he was posting Instagram stories. Where he would see these pastors up on stage in the pulpit or out in public, and they were wearing these like high dollar sneakerhead, is the proper term, hyper beast sneakers. <laughs> okay. I don't know, we'll work yeah, on oh, this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he realized it started to get traction, get some attention, so he made this Instagram account, and it has blown up. Like comments, likes, people are all over this. It started a really
3: interesting discussion. So, so what's on the Instagram account?
1: So it's, it's just pictures it's of preachers
4: and sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> what they <laughs> advertise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the cost associated with those. Yeah. Not, All right, not, this not,
2: is impressive. 28 posts and 124,000 followers. Yeah. This count but, is like two months old. Yeah, it started like in March.
1: So there's Judah Smith, Erwin uh, McManus is on there, John Gray.
2: All sorts of different pastors. PE's trying to make it on there. Man, trying, trying. Is my boy Andy Stanley on here? I know he, he doesn't not. have good shoes. Probably not, huh? He's still rocking those.
3: He's caseless. a low key sneakerhead. Oh. So here's my question: Is this guy like doing church tours and finding these people, or is he just pulling all of this offline? Yeah, he's, he's on like, the internet. Okay, so he's just so trolling hard. Yes. he hasn't okay. given up
1: his identity yet, which I think is interesting. But he's a grad student. So he does get like
2: He's another celebrity pastor. It's Tim he's behind this I know it
3: man <laughs> oh man
1: redeemed alright
4: uh, anybody look through it anybody got like a favorite sneaker preacher combo um, mine's John Gray rocking those Yeezys
1: yeah with a suit
4: or a suit yeah. jacket he's got like two 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 posts and I think he's the most expensive both times okay. one for 3000 one for like 5000
2: Five Five thousand. Five 5000 now that oh, is resale
4: true. value we'll say that this is all resale because I know that's going to come up it's going to be when you bought them when you sell them so it's, it's resale value currently, not necessarily when they got them.
1: So a little bit of what I learned like these are like limited release s- sneakers like right. get on there first couple minutes like Avengers in-game tickets like they're going fast breaking websites. Yes. And so they're not typically shoes that you could just get on there and and buy at retail, right? Like it's all a resale market. Oh, that's what he's
4: posting is what they could go for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. See, right.
1: okay. you got to know somebody.
2: Zach, you, your boy Erwin Mc- McManus has got some pretty sweet Nikes. Bro. Uh, there's like a, like a blue something around. I don't know. It's got a name Joe, Joe is here. looking those through be, the account. Joe uh, is just okay, shopping. The, 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 <laughs> Jor- I am shopping right now. So y'all, y'all have this conversation yeah. while I shop. They're the Jordan 1 retro high tops. I guess they retail for somewhere near $1,000. bucks. i would wear
5: those. Yeah. He's the coolest
2: um, looking old dude. But but it's funny because the caption on the post says, uh, don't expect God to show up until you step out and trust him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> step out. Step out. In, yeah. Uh, Unless you're stepping out in some retro Jordans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You ain't getting close to God, Two quick
4: And you get some Jordans. Sorry.
1: One, he's a fashion designer. Erwin is. He's got his own fashion line. And two, uh, he's also doing a capital campaign right now. So, but doesn't that make
3: the case? Uh, You're a fashion yeah, designer. Totally. Make your own shoes. <laughs> exactly.
4: you spend someone
3: on spend a $1, thousand bucks on some Nike retros. Honestly, Ooh, the first thing I really? notice is like all my heroes follow and like all of these things. I, yeah. I think it's like satirical, and I think they're it's kind of like tongue in cheek that they're liking. I can't tell yet. But you got like Scott the Painter, Tommy Green, like all these guys I look up to, and I'm just like, uh, oh, so what's you doing on I'm here? On do, I, do I get yeah. a question? Yeah.
2: So. Rich Wilkerson Jr., does he get a pass because he's married to someone wealthy? Well, he married, he officiated the wedding for Kim and Kanye. Oh, okay. I'm sure so. that, uh, okay, so. They so he's not again? married Easy. to somebody wealthy.
1: I stand corrected. His wife's a speaker also, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Travels and speaks. Okay. Coming to Wave Student Conference.
4: I mean, dad Texas did well,
2: so, you know, he's got <laughs> yeah. money.
4: There's definitely, like, two types of people that are following this page. All right. There's the... You have your, your hardcore critics of these pastors that are spending... They think they're spending oodles of money, and so it's definitely... They're following it for the satirical side, but then you also have your, just your regular old sneakerheads that are also following it to yeah. see what they're rocking. Um, I think it is also meant to be satirical, uh, but it doesn't... I mean, sneakerheads or sneakerheads are going to be actually into the shoes that they're wearing, yeah. so... Uh, it's definitely serving a double purpose.
1: Yeah. Ty, one of the biggest guys that I've seen on there, or the most frequent guys, is the guy from Try Love on Our Arms. Yeah. Like old Warped Tour mm-hmm. days.
3: Oh, man. And uh,
1: he has some, some really interesting thoughts that he posts. He's, he's definitely on the critical side. Yeah. But, okay. Well, so, I mean, really, ultimately, like, this isn't even a conversation on sneakers, right? Like, this is a conversation on the value of these sneakers and pastors in positions of influence and should they be allowed is that even the right way like is it okay that they're wearing
3: these it just seems like bad marketing to me i mean hey get tithe, give to something more worthy than you would spend it on otherwise go give to someone that's in need give to the church give to god check out my fly you know Twenty five hundred dollar kicks. The Bible says,
1: "Beautiful are the feet." Be- Bam! Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So now, I mean, we're not gonna make you like put your feet up on the table, but like some some beautiful shoes on. I
0: am rocking a pair of Yeezys right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I got a point um, about
4: Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so- wasn't Kanye the one who wrote who rewrote the Bible and replaced oh, Jesus's gosh. name with Jesus?
3: I don't know if it's exactly. accurate. Yeah. No, he absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. He
4: absolutely did. He rewrote a Bible called the Bible of Jesus. Oh, he wow. hosts um,
5: a Sunday church every Sunday, and mm-hmm. he plays his own songs.
4: Yes. Yeah. so yeah. I have,
0: I have just recently heard of that. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I caught something the other day, and I was, all I could say was, "Wow."
5: Yeah. he likes the idea of worship, but of himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. He's a passer. one hundred percent. Well, I uh, I'll jump into this because I am a passer <laughs> and I also and am you're a sneakerhead. Sneakers. Um, I wear a lot of sneakers. I have a lot of sneakers. I have a closet dedicated to a sneaker closet that I have. Um, I have learned I am definitely not. Uh, I have shoes that are probably valued a lot higher than I've paid for them. Um, I think the most I've ever paid for a pair of shoes, and including Yeezys that I have, is eighty dollars.
1: Oh, it's like,
0: teach me your ways. Um, so, That's another podcast. So there are, uh, I've just learned there's a lot of pages and a lot of Instagram followers and a lot of things that people you can find where stuff goes on sale. And it's where I shop. I uh, I am, will also throw this out there is I make my money outside of the church and not in the church. So my tithe, my church tithe dollars that come in, uh, aren't supporting, Mm -hmm. uh, what I rock, you know? And, um, and I've also, what's been really cool about it for me too, is my son and I wear the exact same size shoes and it's something in common that we've come to
1: do and, and do you trust him
0: in your Yeezys? I trust my son more than I trust myself mm-hmm. with my shoes. Dad
5: won't even Faith, let me near his Joe, shoes.
0: Yeah, will you let Faith try on some <laughs> of your shoes? No. Yeah.
5: He likes me to pick them out, but he doesn't okay. let me touch yeah. them.
1: Let's go with the first one. So $80. Yeah. Does anybody at the table think $80 is an unreasonable amount of money to spend on a pair of shoes? No, no way. That's, that's, a pair, that's, that's normal. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, That
2: feels totally fine to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So how do we decide where we draw that line?
2: Hmm. Okay. Personally, for me... I can't justify over one hundred and thirty, but I rarely, e- I rarely ever buy over a hundred, right? Because yeah. I'm the kind of guy when like I when I find a pair of shoes I like, I'm rocking these babies right now. I don't know what these are called. Uh, what are these Nike something are nice. on the, table. <laughs> the free whatever. Run. Yeah, when like, I find a pair I like,
1: non-run in running those, shoes. So seriously, I want them in, <laughs> I, I want them in
2: every color. <laughs> Because I'm like, dude, I wear these everywhere, and you know, I want I, like, you know, and you got to have different colors. So
3: rarely over a hundred, but twelve of them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. Whole another issue. Like yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, I saw the quote
1: on the page: "The Lord works in mysterious <laughs> colorways." <with." laughs> yeah, Joe's, Joe's all about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so the, yeah, the first is like, you know, how do we decide? Like, what is too much? Like with our spending. If we're all called i think the point there the principle is
0: stewardship yeah, yeah. we're going to steward our resources for the kingdom but i i guess probably the point that i would make and and where this kind of where i read this and and obviously can look at it and go some of this was just ridiculous like um, cuz i cuz we can throw this in so many different ways and so many different people uh you look at i i have a buddy who's a guitar player right he's got fifty thousand dollars worth of guitars mm-hmm. right why are we not saying how come musicians spend oh they know right? i have they a good church are. of christ yeah.
1: buddy that would say yeah. churches spend way too much money I no church too. of christ no guitars yeah. no pa like nothing they're like you spend way too much to worship
0: yeah so so i i just kind of look at it as Am I being a good steward when I comes when that question's being answered is what does the rest of my finances look like? Mm-hmm. What does my home life look like? You know what is uh, wh- what do my debts look like? What am I doing that? So we got to take a picture of the whole thing when we're talking about being a good steward. Somebody can afford to go spend a thousand dollars on something, and it doesn't affect them. It yeah. doesn't hurt their stewardship, right? because on the other hand, they spent a thousand, but they gave twenty five hundred mm. to the church or to a missionary or to something like that. So I think we kind of have to look at the big picture when we're looking at it. and 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 to, to me is when we look at these pastors, these are celebrity pastors, and they are making I don't know how much money well, beyond sure. what the church gives them, right? And I do know, and I was surprised many times as I looks some of these guys up that they're not even taking salaries from the church, Mm -hmm. that most of them are now living off of book sales, speaking engagements where they're making way more money than the church has ever even thought of paying
2: them. But they wouldn't have got there without the church.
0: Understandable.
4: Right. Agreed with that. So so I have, I have two things I want to bring Mm up that I am not seeing. Well, one, one's pretty obvious. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that one back later. Um, mm-hmm. oh, the, but the first one I, I you're <laughs> you're ready. You're ready. the first one that I have a problem Stay with tuned. is uh-huh. I believe that the preachers and sneakers. Because I saw tons of comments, and I'm not seeing anybody really talk about this. Is the scrutiny that it's bringing towards the 501c3 status? Mm-hmm. So Whoa. so I believe that um, it's it is there are going to be repercussions from this page. And there already are, because we all nonprofits, speaking to people in, that are nonprofits, somebody who's running a church, somebody who's been a part of nonprofits, it's already under a microscope. Mm-hmm. The IRS is looking to jump at nonprofits sure. to see if they're spending their money incorrectly. Now, these people aren't, right? I'm, I'm with that. But I do think it's going to bring um, a bad light towards churches, uh, because they are going to audit. It's to that point, like the IRS, but also like
1: culture has church mm-hmm. under a microscope where they're yeah. looking at our finances. Yeah. And Stephen Furtick shows up on the page. Uh, if you look up Stephen Furtick's house, you can start a whole another very interesting discussion.
4: Well, and, like, even Joe's actually got the page up right now. There's things on there, like the Trexito suits or whatever. Like the Trexito they, Yeah, this suits. dude's wearing like, a Gucci
2: sweat. This oh, double yes. Gucci, Pastor David Crank on the double Gucci belt going
4: for 4 to <laughs> $50. We, bucks. Well, obviously I don't know. even know
2: what this is, but... Uh, but
4: but a $450 belt? Yeah. Well, there's a guy wearing pants that are like 750 or 1100 Yeah. And they're, they're like yeah. sweatpants. They're just like sweatpants. He's just kicking it at the airport. Right.
1: Right? There it is. Or my boy uh, Robert Madu. No, that's Judah Smith. All right, Judith Smith, what's she
2: wearing? And a- his wife. $980 <laughs> Gucci track pants.
4: <laughs> and and yeah. he bought those. That's I can't. Be clear. That's those like people a People okay. are giving out pants. I don't yeah. care.
2: I don't care if you stole those from warren buffett like i (laughs) i can't hear anything that you're gonna say about god when you're wearing thousand dollar track pants yeah so i I can't this
3: is a weird catch for like especially pastors because you are under that microscope of culture especially and uh, the unfair thing is a pastor could work potentially four times harder than anyone else around them give more both in dollar amount and percentage than everyone else around them. But when they're on stage and everyone's looking at them, they're seeing, whoa, you've got something more than I do. Cause 10% of what I would give would be your shoes, friend. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, I can't do that. And so it's hard for them to take serious. And that is not even a fair thing. Cause the pastor may grind and sacrifice more than anyone in that room could ever know or ever achieve. But in the end, so look, look what you're wearing. So is it a
1: leadership issue? Like a can, you a can, of- <laughs> but
3: should you? I, mean, I think it's what it kind of comes down to I whether they so. should or not. That's that's what it ends up being.
5: Well, I think it's kind of like all about pr- perspective because, like, Absolutely. obviously, if you have that type of money, then you might not think it's like as big a deal as somebody who doesn't have that type of money. You know, like they might not be thinking about it like that's a lot of money for a pair of shoes, and they're trying to appeal to a different audience. I feel like, like, they're if they're celebrity preachers, they're trying to appeal to celebrities,
2: like. They're trying to grab their attention. Okay, okay. So maybe so. But like if 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 we're cool with like these guys, you know, wearing this expensive stuff out out there, why can't we drink in public? Why do everybody get in fits about somebody having a glass of wine or beer out in public? Because we're worried about making somebody stumble. Like we don't think this is making people stumble.
1: Yeah, again like a can you versus should you a perspective issue? uh, but I know how I'm stewarding it type thing. Oof.
4: Yeah. Um mm. so I okay. Oh, can I bring up another one? Oh, uh, do it. this do is it. the one would... he's been waiting the for. The man's got so a list. I well I do, I wrote yeah. this one this one triggered me. Um so um <laughs> I actually triggered. wanna bring scripture into it a little bit. No oh. um, oh. yeah. So um, I Talk this about one, the this this one actually, yes. So this one can actually go either way. Oh, you are. Because I think that this yeah, I absolutely am Matthew 26 baby. So this one can go either way. Matthew 26, it actually has two perspectives and it can and I want to hear your guys' input on this. Um, so I'm not going to read it, but I will I'll, I'll paraphrase. So basically, um, a lady brings perfume and to Jesus's feet and the disciples pretty much stop her. Was it like sit. Gucci perfume? I mean, it was expensive. So <laughs> was it, it was, Trump? Trump? It was...
3: Okay. <laughs> Trump has
2: perfume? Yeah, Trump has perfume. It's good. I'll I got it. I really want to
3: smell like Trump. That's like, a whole other sin. Anyway. Smells like the wall. Does it
4: smell like the steaks? Uh, like yeah. mine? So, <laughs> yeah. um, but the, basically, the this lady brings perfume to Jesus' feet. The disciples say, Whoa, you could sell that and give it to the poor. So that's my first point, is should we be making investments? And I and I am kind of like somebody who relates to your worship friend. I play music. Mm-hmm. I probably have things that are, although I've skimmed down quite a lot. Um, I have some ex- expensive pieces of equipment. There's there's definitely things that we can look under a microscope in in our lives, and that's what I'm currently doing. Okay. Um, but I I believe back in the day, the first instinct from the disciples is saying, "Hey, let you have money, like use it." Like, use it for other things. Use it for things that are important, other than having this lavish perfume. Um, but Jesus, to defend the other side, which is going to have an interesting, you know, perspective as well, is Jesus says, bring it on. Like, this is, and to me, I think he's saying that this is a this is a special occasion, right? So use it. But This was her individual act of worship. Yes, yeah. exactly. So Jesus is basically it on. And although she's, just, she's using this very expensive perfume to, to wash his feet, right? So uh, it's it could go either way. But I do believe that what I got out of this scripture is that the first instinct was for the disciples to say, like, this is expensive. You can use it elsewhere. And I do believe that we should look at that in our lives. Any Any...
5: Well, okay, well, here's the thing. She's pouring expensive perfume that she spent probably most of her money or savings on onto the, like, God's only son's feet. And these pastors are buying expensive shoes for themselves. Like, what are they? I agree.
4: How is this? You're on my side. Okay. (laughs) I don't think that's right.
5: Well, is there another side (laughs) to be on? Like,
3: Well, that's what I want to hear. Um, What comes to, can you pamper yourself? and be morally okay? I mean, as far as like someone who is like leading as a pastor still get themselves things that they like and enjoy, and where do you draw the line in that? Should they continuously like flog themselves for the name of Christ at all times? Are they allowed to enjoy things? And then at what point do we say, hey, this is the cutoff. You've enjoyed yourself enough, pastor. Get back on stage.
1: Yeah. So I know where I'm at. Like, even as you're talking, I'm thinking about how you've been like Marie condoing stuff, like yeah, thinking I mean. and sending it off going minimal. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm thinking about areas of my life where I'm like, oof, like that, that might be considered lavish or I do this. And that's definitely a luxury. I mean, even thinking Starbucks and things like that. Like, but then at the same time, knowing how I use my house and purpose my life and where I spend my time. And so it's got me in a place of self awareness mm-hmm. as you guys think through this stuff, like, what are you thinking through for you? Hopefully it's like causing the audience and people who look at preachers and sneakers, not just to write this off, but also to move to a place of self-awareness mm-hmm. where they're thinking through how am I stewarding my life, my money, time, talent, like all sorts of different things. But mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you guys wrestling mm-hmm. with thinking mm-hmm. through? or I think there's not.
0: A, I think there, there's a point there within this. This has been a topic around my home lately about self-awareness that, uh, back to culture. It's kind of like, people lack self-awareness today. Like they they have no concept of self-awareness. They just kind of, we live in such a selfish culture and such a selfish environment that it's all about me, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about me. I don't have that awareness of looking around and going, what about them? Or or what is this saying? What is this speaking? What is this portraying, right? And instead it's just kind of like, I've earned it. I have all these other things, and I do all these other things, and I can just kind of... Who cares? I just can justify it in five different ways of why it's okay for me to do this. And and I think it's the reality of what everybody does with what they're passionate for. There's a justification made that all of us can make. If it's something you truly love and something you're passionate about, you can justify why you do it and why that's happening and, and every reason why it's okay and why it's not hurting that. And yet um, we take away the self-awareness and go, what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Why am I really doing this? What, what is going on here and, and how is this affecting people around me? Mm-hmm. Like I, I take this article and I, and I totally, although I'm someone who, who, who loves shoes and all this type of stuff, I, I am also very self-aware. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm self-aware of what I'm doing and who's around me and when I'm going to do something and when I'm not going to do something, when I'm even going to wear something and not wear something, you know? Um, But I kind of look at this as back to the point of where Spencer started with, it's just another shot at the church, Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. the bottom line here. This is just another shot at the church. It's not just what someone's doing or not doing, but it's just another reason to, to... To get down and I'm I'm grateful that you mentioned that about the five oh one C three because I hadn't even thought about that. That one was weird for me. And that's been a very scary topic for for me over the last couple of years when that came up. Yeah. And 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 how the five oh one C C three is just is is there's there is something coming that is going to hurt the church even further. Well, that has major implications if, if it all incredible. I mean, there, yeah. there will be churches that can no longer function, right? Property be, values and taxes because and, they can't afford it. Right. Yeah. So, so I just think this is kind of looking at it as another shot, you know, and, and the, the world, the secular world is looking at every shot they can possibly take. And h- however they can create another conversation about the church it's going to be welcomed, but the church doesn't have the self-awareness to go, hey, what are we doing, right? right? Yeah. yeah.
2: So the Bible talks about like right, that, uh, you know, as leaders, we shouldn't first, you know, presume to be leaders. I mean, there's – the leader is going to get more judgment, bottom line, right? And so when you're in these positions, these celebrity pastors are – Um, yeah, you're, you have a different level of responsibility than a normal American pastor or somebody in leadership within the church. Um, because you're, you're, you're stewarding more eyeballs and more minds and more hearts. And so you have to be mindful of those things, right? So, you know, I I think, I think when you're talking about what's the filter we use, right? First and foremost, like Ali. You know we have to be accountable to God, all right? We're gonna have that accountability. Second, are, are we stewarding the leadership position that we've been given? Well, and I don't remember, man, uh, Zach, you might you were around back then, but man, I had an opportunity to buy a BMW for like nine thousand bucks. It was either a, it was a is an older BMW or it was like a very used Ford Explorer Sport. Right. BMW was the
1: coolest thing I've ever done. Same same (laughs) Same amount of money.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. And so, like, and I, and I, oh man, I I don't think I lusted over anything that bad since my wife, but I, I, uh, earmuffs, Faith. But but I couldn't do it. Ultimately, I couldn't do it because I cannot roll up to, especially at the time, one of the poorest looking churches in the city (laughs) in a shiny BMW, no matter. What I paid for it. If I would have had
1: the money in a heartbeat, I would have bought that sucker. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just a matter of I couldn't do it. Yeah. If I was in that position and equipped, totally would have done it. Yeah, Come on. yeah. Uh, yeah so final conversation, just to kind of like wrap up all the thoughts. This account has brought forth a lot of conversation and a lot of attention to the church. Is it a healthy
3: conversation? Is it doing more harm? If it was kept within the church, I think it could be, a healthy conversation. It can be constructive. I think primarily it's a deconstructive conversation. That yeah, they're only taking shots at these celebrity guys, not the other pastors who are like getting up, grinding, making like zero dollars an hour, and then putting a smile on their face and doing it again the next day because they're doing it for real reason. They're doing it for God. They're doing it for love and people. Those people aren't on this you know account. People wouldn't follow that account. You yeah. know. So and there's true.
1: something to that right there.
3: Past. <laughs> like ratty pastor shoes. I'm going to make that account and see how many followers I get.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Probably blow up. <laughs>
0: yeah. it, sure yeah. Let's do it. And, and I, you know, I, I'll say this cause I, I, I look at this kind of stuff and go, unfortunately guys, this 0.5% of, of the church is what the church is based off of now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. It's what everyone looks at. It's what everyone mm-hmm. can point their fingers off. Well, what about that guy? Well, what about the other 5,000 pastors? who are wearing raggedy shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Who who haven't bought a new pair of shoes mm-hmm. since 95, mm-hmm. right? That's the majority. This is the minority, but yet it gets the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like every other topic when it comes to to church is coming from
4: this mm-hmm. 0.5% yeah. of the mm-hmm. church, the way, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Absolutely. When, that, when, when this first popped up, I think I may even talk to you about this, Zach, but uh, when this popped up, the first people that popped in my mind were like, Okay, Shane Claiborne, like I wonder what John Perkins has to say about yeah. this. Shane Claiborne knits his own pants. I mean like I'd love to hear like <laughs> these these church leaders that have a huge following, just not as glorified as you know the Bethels and the John Grays and sure. you know that are that are yeah. living in staff clothing like what, what what's their perspective um on this? and they could probably breathe a lot of fresh air in this conversation, but like throughout all this, too, I thought of Mother Teresa. Like, especially even with the giving side of things, like, she won the Nobel Peace Prize, and there was a huge cash, you know, purse that was given to her, and she gave it to the poor. Like, she sold everything and gave her banquet, or, yeah, that's what it was. She had a banquet to celebrate her Nobel Peace Prize, and she gave it She gave it to the poor, the poor came and had dinner with her. Like. That's cool. Like, those are the type of people that I'm like, oh, man, I wish I wish they could talk about this right yeah.
2: now. Well, what kind of shoes did she wear to the banquet? <laughs> um, also well, Yeezy's. Yeah. yeah.
1: Stiletto. Oh, <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Thank you guys for entering into this conversation. Uh, I do think it's a conversation worth having. Yeah. And you guys bring a lot of hope and insight and wisdom to the table. Mm. So, Faith mm. is barefoot. Yeah, Ooh, I <laughs> thought I
2: smelled something this whole time. Shut up!
5: <laughs> I'm also the only person here who didn't bring their phone though, so like, props Ooh. to me, right?
2: Because uh, uh, yeah, the battery ran out yeah. two hours ago. Yes, and you there. can't find You're your charger. Well, uh, we know how that works. We'll we'll
4: pay you money to put right. on your shoes. Oh yeah. my gosh!
2: <laughs> I'm
5: never doing another podcast. Before. See if I do your podcast.
2: Thanks, guys. Appreciate that one. This is a good one. <laughs> For more
1: free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.